Welcome back to the CX Patterns Podcast with Sam Stern from LinkedIn. I wanted to reflect on my two-part conversation with Zana van der Aa, CX measurement expert from the Netherlands. I still can't believe that Zana has a PhD in customer experience. Anyway, during our conversation, she mentioned that so often what customers tell us are the reasons for why they liked or didn't like an experience aren't the real reasons. Customers aren't lying to us, but we are asking customers to reflect on something consciously that they decided on subconsciously. It's hard for them to make the leap and accurately describe a decision-making process that they weren't really aware of. Critically, for our understanding or lack of understanding as customer experience teams, it's not hard for customers to make the leap to giving us an answer. It's just not going to be an accurate answer that reflects their real reasons for why they liked or didn't like the experience. And that's something that we as customer experience professionals must be wary of. If a customer says they liked the experience and then we ask for reasons, those won't necessarily be the real reasons. Sana and I talked about this in the episode, but I wanted to reiterate this note of caution as it's an area where we can overlearn from customer feedback. Second point I wanted to come back to uh, in relation to my conversations with Zana, is thinking about the dichotomy between stated preferences and revealed preferences. The big question is, which do you honor from your customers, their stated preferences or their revealed preferences? Now, if you are administering a survey, whether you know it or not, you're honoring stated preferences. What customers tell you they want, what they tell you about the reasons they liked the experience or they didn't like it, those are their stated preferences. They may match their revealed preferences, but you can't know that from the survey alone. Conversely, if you honor revealed preferences, I would argue in many instances you're on a slippery slope to betraying your customers. How can that be? They're showing you who they are. They're showing you what they want. Well, speaking personally, when my revealed preferences differ from my stated preferences, I am almost always revealing myself to be a worse version of myself, further from the me I'd like to be in my revealed preferences. I eat less healthy food than I say I want to. I watch more TV than I say I want to. I read less and exercise less than I say I want to. Basically, what I reveal is that I do less good things and more bad things than I would like to do. So when a company tries to help me honor my stated preferences, Think of things like smart defaults on 401k account contributions, reminders to move from my fitness tracker app, signs encouraging me to take the stairs from my employer at the office. Well, I do appreciate that. And many of your customers will too. Now, I don't want to leave this hopelessly muddled, the conflict between stated and revealed preferences, and I don't want to imply that companies should be too overbearing with their customers. That's a recipe for losing your customers. Remind them of their stated preferences for saving more, eating less, exercising more, whatever the better version of their future self, their past self tried to commit them to be. And if they decline, don't insist. But just giving them the option to make that choice for themselves in the future, I would argue, is a benefit. It's a better customer experience. You're trying to help your customers be better versions of themselves, have the lives they dreamed of, for themselves. That's a good thing. Just don't be too pushy about it. And if all of that makes me sound like a parent of two strong-willed daughters, well, trust your instincts. 
That's all for now. I'll be back next week with a full-length episode of the CX Patterns Podcast. Talk to you then. 